You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Why is the water dropped? There are rumors. The legend of the sword of a king other than yourself. Find him. It was Vortigan who murdered your father. But what you didn't account for is what you can do with this sword. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Studies. I am Sean Taylor. With me today is Tex. Hello, everyone. And this week we saw King Arthur. I know yeah, you were we lo- very much looking forward to this oh, guy. Richie film, you're yes. a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, going through, I, I, I realized recently that I had not seen a whole bunch of Guy Ritchie movies, so um, I didn't know the Guy Ritchie-ness that goes into his movies. I guess there's certain <laughs> things that always go into his movies. <laughs> yes. Um, and when I was talking to someone at work who had seen the movie, mm-hmm. she said, oh, it's Guy Ritchie's fingerprints all over. Oh, my like, God, yes. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Um, so you'll have to take me through that. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, this one with Charlie Hunnam, which yep. we recently, uh, well. Not recently. Not like... recently, but we've seen before in Pacific yeah. Rim. Mm-hmm. Um, Jude Law, very good. Yep. Um, and. Eric Bana. Eric Bana. And uh, was there another one else? Uh, I'm gonna say his name incorrectly, but uh, Digimon Huntu. He was the black guy. Yes. I apologize, but <laughs> I just don't know him. He was very pretty good too. Um, He's in a lot of different like fantasy epics okay. and everything. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you watch some of the Sons of Anarchy? No, but okay. I heard that Charlie was in it. Yeah, so if anyone's listening and listens to Sons of Anarchy and you're wondering why we're not mentioning Sons of Anarchy, that's why. Neither one of us watch it. We're yeah. not bikers. So No, no, I'm not. No, so. not in the least. Harleys um, hate them. They're so boring. <laughs> God, they're loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've actually had numerous <laughs> problems with bikers yeah. in your complex area when we're trying to record. Yeah, exactly. And they like motor the... out of here at lo- volumes louder than a rock concert. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, um, with like our first uh, generation of recording equipment, which yes. was cell phone. Which was my cell phone. That <laughs> <laughs> picked up everything. Every fucking thing. <laughs> oh, the days. Um, so if you don't, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, but you want to know the story, the story is basically Hamlet. You think about it. Um, guy's uncle kills his brother, kicks the guy out, and he has to come back and become king. That's essentially Hamlet. Yeah. Uh, everything except uh, this th- in this movie, Jude Law doesn't fuck the guy's mother. He and don't go crazy. Yeah. There's no going crazy. Yeah. Well, well, goes kind of crazy. No, Hamlet. Oh, yeah, that's Hamlet true. Hamlet pretends yes. to be crazy, and Ophelia goes crazy because of Hamlet be- pretending to be crazy and whatever, and there's none of that. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so it's very Hamlet, very Lion King-esque. Um, yes. So that's basically your overall plot. So get to spoilers. Tex, uh, what did you think? Oh, my God. Ugh, loved it so much. It was Guy Ritchie telling me, first of all, one of my favorite fucking stories in the world. Love the King Arthur legend. And it was Guy Ritchie giving me a fantasy epic. Like, it just does not get better than that. Okay. It just doesn't. 
This is like a crashing of two worlds for you. Oh my God, it was amazing. Yes. This is like, okay, I pretty much was going to love this no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I mean. realized, I realized this is like, Guy Ritchie films are like my Star Wars. Okay. Like, as well, I should say that as, as Star Wars is to Mark. Right. Um, yeah, Guy Ritchie films are my Star Wars. Like, it's nothing. I, I can't imagine ever not loving a Guy Ritchie film. I just can't. So, yeah, I was going to love this no matter what, but I did not honestly, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't really think of, like, how exactly Guy Ritchie was going to make this, like, contemporary filmmaking with okay the Arthur, uh, Arthurian legend, but he totally nailed it. So, yeah, it was, okay. ugh, it was amazing. I loved it so much. Uh, I also am a big fan of uh, the, the the King Arthur story. Uh, mm. I played King Arthur in Camelot back in high school, and that yeah. sort of was my introduction to it. So um, I very much like the idea of the Sword and the Stone and the Round Table and Camelot. Um, I'll tell you this. This movie is... You're not going to uh, mistake this movie for anything else. This is a very different way of telling the story. Oh, um, yeah. And, and going in, I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, like I said, I've, I think I've seen... I know I've seen Man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Snatch, but that was way the hell back when it came out on VHS. Oh my god, I love Snatch. So, and I don't really, and I haven't seen the Sherlock Holmes movies, which I guess are Guy Ritchie. Um, yeah. And I don't really know any of the other movies. I know Rock and Rollo you've mentioned. But oh, yes. Um, so I, I didn't know what to expect. So this was, there was a shock factor for me <laughs> coming into this movie. So understand where I'm coming from. Um the story itself and the movie itself it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, there were some things that I thought might serve it a little bit better. Mm. Um, and at the same time, while I'm not super jazzed about it like you are, but you're a big fan, mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to see where this goes. I kind of want to see a sequel. Because he set up this universe yep. that so well that I kind of want to see... What happens next? Because at the end of the movie, you get the round table. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> what is it? A giant is it a cheese wheel? Is it a real cheese? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you bring it in then? <laughs> Did you just roll it in? Um, yeah. Uh, one of the things is, uh, I assume it's a Guy Ritchie thing, is where the, all the quick cutting. Yes. And he goes back between two different stories. Yes. The past and the present. Yes. Oh, my God. Love I, it. Love I kinda, it so much. I kind of wish that they had done that for different things of the story because the things in the story that he did that for, I thought would have made great visuals. Like the story of, um, oh, what was the one? I think where, where Excalibur is created. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen that play out. Because there's no Merlin in this movie. There's very yep. little Merlin, who is a major part of that there's sword no of the Merlin. stone. There is. There is a part where he forges the oh, staff yeah. in, in, into the Excalibur. Yeah, like 10 seconds. Of yeah, Merlin. exactly. Right? And I guess the, the mage is Guinevere? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I guess I, I, I watched something after I saw the movie. They said that that was Guinevere. And I'm like, that's... Okay. Okay. That's a little odd, but yeah. Uh, very different. Like I said, you're not gonna, you're not gonna mistake this for first night. No, you know what I mean. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, or um, or you know the Clive Owen King Arthur. 
Oh yeah, or yeah, or King yeah, or King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um or definitely not Sword in the Stone, obviously. That's an animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> or Monty Python's version. <laughs> the Holy Grail. That's not Sword in the Stone. that's not King Arthur. I thought that was King Arthur. No. Yeah, it's Lancelot. Is it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's been ages since I saw that. Yeah. Um so Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of a lot of aspects to this I liked. It was uh, like Jude Law. My God, can he play a really great villain? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen him as a bad guy, but he did a really good job. I'm sure he has. I just don't. I don't know. Well, like, do I, I, mean, I, I don't think I've seen it outside of Guardians of the of um, Rise of the Guardians. Outside of that. Oh, okay, I never saw that. So. My my Jude really Law cute. experience is very very small. I yeah, saw mine's in, limited. So I'm an AI, and he just played a, he just played a sex robot. Yeah, never seen so, AI. Yeah, um, it, and even Charlie Hunnam, I I I liked him in in this one. He did well. He's <laughs> a lot of it was yelling and screaming. Mm. <laughs> uh, that weird scene where he was punching oh, the, the air snappy, and screaming. The snappy comebacks. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, how was your theater? How, how how filled was your theater? Oh, oh, God, like, not even a quarter. Sparsely, yeah. Yeah. Mine was too. I was really disappointed, but for whatever reason, Guy Ritchie films don't seem to do very well in the theater, which pisses me off, because they're so good. They're so, so good. Like, Man from U.N.C.L.E. did not get the recognition it deserved. There was no sequel to Rock and Rolla because it didn't get the recognition that it deserved, mm-hmm. even though they really wanted to do a sequel for Rock and Rolla. And just, yeah, just makes Snatch, me sad. Snatch found a, found its um, popularity on, on home video. Yeah. That's yeah. where it came Everyth- Yeah, everything found its, found its way into some type of niche after it came out in theaters. Although I hear that's getting a remake or a sequel, one of the two. Snatch? Snatch, yeah. Mm. Of all the movies to get a, <laughs> to get a sequel or remake, Snatch would be interesting. Sherlock Holmes got a sequel, so. But yeah. I think you can count Robert Downey Jr. on that one. Yeah. Oh, hey, there. And Jude Law. Oh, was he in that one? There too? you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have to see these movies because I, mean, I still have to see Blade Runner before that comes out. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, everything kind of worked. Uh, the. The one thing I will say, I don't know about how you feel, but the CGI um, was very mixed for me. Because at some mm. points it was really, really good. Yeah. And at some points you could really tell it was CGI. Yeah. Like the massive snake in the uh, castle. Yeah. But I did love that part, though. Yeah. But that- Just fucking brings the, like, the huge... And I could not help... Like I love, I absolutely love Guy Ritchie. He can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. But I could not help but think, the snake's out there this big... <laughs> <laughs> when it came Anaconda? Oh no, I've never seen it. Yeah, you have. No, I haven't. All right. Pretty sure that I gave you the riff tracks for it, but all right. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. But yeah, that's no, I just couldn't. That's immediately what I thought of. But and I loved that part. I was like, "Come in with the snake, eat a few guys. See you later." <laughs> yeah, it goes again. <laughs> I did. I did. I did like that. Although I thought to myself, if you have a giant snake at your disposal. Why didn't you use it earlier? Because it was just for that one quick thing. Yeah, no, it was like Done. it was very Lord of the Rings giant eagles thing for me. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, 
what uh, is there anything that sort of didn't work for you at all? The only thing that not necessarily didn't work for me, the only thing that I thought would have improved the movie, not that it needs any improvement, but the only thing that would have improved it for me is if instead of Digimon, I don't remember, I don't know how to say his name, um, instead of him playing the head knight or whatever, if it had been Idris Elba. Only oh, because... Okay. Only because I I think he would have been really good in that role too. Okay. But um, and I mean he's he does those kind of roles. But I mean so does Digimon. Or, <laughs> you I apologize. feel so bad. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. I know it's really cool. Silly Canadians. Yeah. Seriously. Well, then I haven't actually looked up how to pronounce it. Right. But it is really. I know it sounds really really cool when you say it properly. But um. But yeah. Like I mean. He's been in lots of fantasy epics, so yeah, it's, he definitely a good role for him. It would have been the same thing for Idris because Idris has done like a lot of those kind of things too. So, yeah. but yeah, I just like Idris that little bit more. So, plus he's trying to be Bond. So, what? Yeah, there's a campaign to make Idris, uh, Idris Elba uh, the next Bond, next James Bond. Oh, hello! <laughs> I would start watching Bond again for sure. Um, would you agree that this uh, going into the story, you have to have at least some knowledge of the King Arthur story? Because I think they take some liberties. I, yeah, I, I would. You know I would what I mean? I, yeah, I think so. Just a little bit. Like you have to know that you know that King Arthur was the one who pulled the sword from the stone, and how impressive Excalibur is, kind of thing. Um, I. <sighs> I don't know because it's it's such an integral part of like my upbringing basically yeah. like yeah I mean there was the Disney Sword in the Stone which yep. we've already established I'm a huge Disney fan um there's there's a uh, retelling of it in one of my favorite fantasy epics a few of our tapestries which is amazing there's the actual well not really the actual because they're still trying to figure out if it's a legend or not. Um, but there's like a whole bunch of different retellings and I've read like so many different versions of King Arthur that I I don't even remember a time when I didn't know what the story was. So I don't know. I don't know what it would be like to watch this movie without knowing. It. Right. But I think, I, I don't know. I think they, they indicate enough and kind of allude enough that mm-hmm. you would... Mostly figure it out. Yeah. Because, I mean, Guinevere and Lancelot don't come into this at all. Yeah. So we don't need to worry about them at all. Well, unless the mage is Guinevere. Well, yeah, but I mean, That's even even that, we still don't have Lancelot, right? Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. that part of it is, like, that is not the point. The point is the sword. Yeah. That's the whole point of this movie. So who cares about Guinevere and Lancelot right at this moment? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's... I don't know. I don't actually know. I don't think you do need to know the legend because all you need to know is that Arthur pulled the sword from the stone, which is what he does in the movie and done there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just sort of a thing like, like I said earlier with, with Merlin being not in this movie, um, that left a little bit of a hole for me because I, I kind of like the Merlin character. He's sort of the, uh, he's the Gandalf sort of character. He's the mentor mm-hmm. of, of King Arthur. So, um, and in many of the and many of the tellings, especially the sword and the stone story, 
um, he's there and he's there to help out and he's there to guide Arthur yeah. to being king. Um, obviously, this is a retelling, so all bets are off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I can let it pass. But I was, I don't, I guess for me, I was just a little disappointed that, Mar- that Merlin wasn't that big of a part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which, but then again, he could end up in, if there is a sequel, there, he could end up being a bigger part in that one. Yep. So, uh, but then there was one thing like the uh, the big blob, the big sea creature blob oh, that. Uh, yeah, the like squid people. Yeah, didn't know what that was. No, nah, I don't know either. Um, I I got it. Like, that's, that's just interpretation. Yeah, that's that's what gives that's just evil. Uh, Jude Law his powers. But yep. Um, what? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I was I was kind of lost. At that yeah, I got point. nothing on that one. So they they were fucking gross, but it was yeah, it was cool. It was creepy. But it, yeah, and weird. It was, oh yeah, everything else. And he has to. I like the fact that he has to give up. Um, he has to kill someone that he loves. Yep. In order to gain more power, I, I do like that. I mm-hmm. like that sort of trade off. Uh, so many times in movies these days, these people get powers just for no reason. Um, I was a little. Uh, I mean, uh, in, in this movie, Excalibur seems to come imbibed with magic powers, which get which is explained because it's made mm-hmm. from a magical staff. Yeah, um, it's just a little. I think by the end, I was just like, okay, the, it's too much because Arthur doesn't have magic powers by no. the old ones, and I'm, obviously, I'm comparing it to the old one in this particular case, mm-hmm. or the the story as it is. Um. So, you know, like he holds the sword and twists it a little bit and the tower comes falling down. It's like, okay, but this isn't really what King Arthur is. Like, he's he's not a sorcerer. He's a, he's a warrior and a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why Merlin is important because he does all the magic. Yeah. You know, so that kind of threw me off a bit. I understand, like, within this framework of the story, perfectly fine. No mm-hmm. problems. But just for me personally... Him having so much uh, superpowers, for lack of a better term, um, it just threw me off a little bit. Yeah, see, I think in this case, like, because, okay, so what you're doing, basically, is you're comparing this telling to the other tellings. Yeah. Which isn't fair to this movie. Which isn't fair, no. No, but like I said, within the framework of this movie, works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's um, that's all that you should really be concerned with, yeah. though. That's the thing. Yeah, but it's hard because I do I do love the Arthurian story. No, I understand. So that. it's it's difficult for me. To, uh, sometimes, like a, a couple of times during the movie, I had to go. Well, that's not the wait. Just go with this movie. Yeah. See, I don't know. I just every like little tweak that he made or artistic um, license he took, I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Yes. Go ahead. Tell me the story, Guy. Like, I just, <laughs> I loved it. I just absolutely loved this. And I loved when he, like, basically tried to run away. And then he, like, fell in the mud. Yes. And the lady of the lake reached up and grabbed him. And I was like, yes, that is amazing. Because I'm like, oh, pull the sword out of the mud, please. And then you see her hand. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because there are a lot of um, legends that don't have the Lady of the Lake in it. Yeah. So I liked that he that uh, he brought her back. Yeah. Into and, the story, and I was like, yes. Right and, and that's one of the things that I wanted to know more about. I wanted to be more of the Lady in the Lake. I wanted to be more of 
uh, Merlin, obviously, but more of his journey. Like he goes up through that, he goes through that uh, to to the Dark Island, mm-hmm. um, and it's played pretty much like a music video. It's very it's very quick cutting. Uh, there's uh, rock music throughout it, you know, appropriate old style rock music, which yeah. is really cool. Yep. I just wanted to see more. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, oh, yeah. the, the, this movie, it, it's a movie, but I think it would have been better if it was an epic. Mm. Like this could have been a three-hour Lord of the Rings style epic, um, and I think that it would have been sick. Yeah, it would have been great because you because then you like when he tells the story about um, you know I would like to have seen him grow up in, a little bit more because we got a lot of fast cutting in that one. Yeah, which I know it's Guy Ritchie, but uh, I know I I love I I can't I don't know man I love the way he tells a story yeah, I fucking I, love it because he hits all the necessary important parts it's just like he grew up in the uh in the brothel he learned how to fight he learned how to do this how to like steal and whatever and blah 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 and it's like quick cut quick cut he's this age he's this age he's this age there you go he's learning this he's learning this he's the expert done yeah love the way he tells a story fucking love it i just i just want to see more that's uh, that's oh, all yeah. that, that, and that's my thing it's like i, I think this could have done at least another half hour um, some parts it was kind of slow for me. Um, mm-hmm. not, not too many times. Uh, like I did like, I did love the, uh, quote unquote assassination attempt and that whole scene where they're planning it out. They're like, no, we can't do this from here. And then, well, okay, wait a minute. You're going to have your exits blocked and blah, blah, blah. And then, then they do find it. <laughs> he says, well, how far can you shoot an arrow? It's about 75 yards. He says, well, that's 175 yards away. He's like, all right, well, let's try it out. He ends up shooting two targets, and it's a very funny moment. <laughs> you could have shot us, you dick. <laughs> you know, um, uh, yeah. paraphrasing, of course. Um, but it's, uh, but again, I, I would have liked to have seen more, um, more Jude Law, more of King Arthur, not struggling with his daddy issues because that's a personal peeve I have with that. This is another movie where the hero has daddy issues. Um, not that he doesn't know his daddy, but or th- that he hates his daddy, but he just doesn't know, right? And that's his arc for the movie, right? Yeah. Um, it goes with another movie we saw this week that we're doing for or is it? But <laughs> um, like I sat back when I first left the movie theater, I was kind of like, oh. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, no, that worked. Yeah. And that worked, and that worked, and that worked. The acting is good. Mm. Um, the visuals are very nice. Mm-hmm. They establish that world very, very well. Um, pretty puppies. Pretty puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the guard dogs. You pretty mean? Pretty puppies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and I loved that. By the way, that she could like control the animals just yeah. by uh, widening her eyes. I don't know. Whatever <laughs> she did to. <laughs> She kind of move take, her fingers and kind of yeah to place. take over the dogs and the horses. I was like, yes, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, like it, it took me a while to realize that the that he was growing up in a brothel. Oh, really? Well, because they didn't they didn't specifically state that. I guess then I'm looking back on it when they close the doors and the lights are red, and I'm like, okay, well, you idiot, you should have fucking recognized that. Yeah, and obviously. the fact that they brought him into a house full of women. Well, see, I, and there were lots of guys standing around. Yeah, well, it, when he comes down and he meets up with the soldiers, then yeah, I got it. But 
And he meets up. He meets up with a woman in bed who's gotten. She got, obviously got beat up, and he hands her all the money that he eventually took from the Vikings because he just. Oh wow! It took you that long. No, no, yeah, it's when he came down. That's when I got it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I know. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. All the earmarkings were there. I just, yeah. It was a long day yesterday. So. I absolutely <laughs> love to the um, like the quick cut scene where it shows the girl getting beat up and he's too small to do anything about it. And then he's a little bit older, but he's too small to do anything about it. And then there's like another one where the girl's beat up and... The and he's like I don't know, so, like teenager ish. Yeah, like but he's teens. big enough to do something about it. And I was just like, yes, that's right, buddy. You just kick his ass. Yeah, good for you. So yeah. again, I want to see more of that. I wanted to see. I would like to have seen that played out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what I mean? but he does the quick cutting, so we uh, we got it anyway. I so. think it's brilliant the way that he does it. Okay. But I'm totally biased. Okay. <laughs> Show me more. I, I like to be shown things. Um, take that how you will. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one of the things that I will say, I fucking loved how the stone was his father. That was a neat concept. That was fucking epic. When that happened, I was like, Oh my god, now I wish I had paid more attention to that stone. Yeah. To see if you could actually see him, you know, knelt over and everything. Yeah. And that was just fucking awesome. I loved the take that there was some type of power inside Excalibur. I absolutely <sighs> loved that because when he takes the sword with one hand, and it starts to respond to him, but it's the whole two-handed grip that, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, sparks the power. And it's so powerful that it keeps knocking him on his ass. <laughs> and then the one where he... <laughs> I just fucking love how, like, nobody will go down the tunnel. He's getting pissed off and everything. And then he sees um, the mage with the knife at her throat and everything and couple of his buddies go down and he just like takes the sword and just loses it and yeah. like goes and kills everybody basically and then he's like <sighs> <sighs> it's like yeah. five minutes of him just like panting and everybody's like just staring at him and he's like alright I'm going down the I'm tunnel going now. down the hole now <laughs> yeah no, the, the I fucking love it. And the way the way that Guy Ritchie tells a story like not just with the quick cuts and everything but the quick cuts with the exposition I fucking love it. That is a Guy Ritchie staple. Okay. Now, I don't remember the uh, Sherlock Holmes, to be honest. I don't remember them at all. I know I enjoyed them, but I didn't. Uh, I don't really remember them that well. But for, say, Snatch or Rock and Rolla or something like that, when like when they tell a story and it's snappy little comebacks mixed in with the quick cuts. Yeah. And how sometimes they talk over the person, like they talk um, in replacement of the person that's talking Their in voices, the flashback yeah, and whatever. Yeah. And fuck, I was dying with that whole like Mike thing with the furs and <laughs> with the furs and the Vikings <laughs> and what I was fucking dying. Like I saw it out of the corner of my eye at one point. I'm killing myself laughing because I know what's going to happen, basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but 
I'm just enjoying the hell out of this because it's Guy Ritchie thing. And I'm just loving it. So I'm laughing my ass off and everything. And they're just, and they're so, everybody who's telling this story is so monotone. They're just like, oh yeah, well this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened and whatever and blah, 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 blah. But then you see like all this stuff happening and it's escalating slowly and people are starting to freak out and whatever. Meanwhile, these guys are like dead calm. And there's like, you know, whatever, this is what we did, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we, we kicked some ass, and but, you know, it was cool. It was, it was all good, whatever. Whatever. But we're just, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm killing myself laughing, and I saw out of the corner of my eye, these, like, group of, like, three or four guys, a um, couple rows down from me, and they were, like, they turned, and they, like, looked up, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> Watch the fucking movie. It's awesome. Like, why are you looking at me? Like... <laughs> You do have a very unique laugh, so I, I can guess, understand that. I guess, yeah. Maybe it was because it was a girl laughing and it wasn't a guy laughing, and they were like, what? I don't know. Girls aren't supposed to laugh at guy jokes. Yeah, because like most of it, seriously, <laughs> like, most of the, uh, pop, like the, most of the population of that theater was male. Yeah, well, yeah probably, yeah. I, I'm not surprised. I think that. there were like two girls in addition to Ella and I. Okay. So, you know, and the rest. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I guess, like, I, I saw it a couple times that, like, when I would be laughing hysterically at something that, you know, it's a guy reachy thing, and I'd be laughing hysterically at it, I would see the guys just kind of, like, look up, like, is that the same one? Is she laughing again? How did she do it laughing? Yeah. I I told her before, no, no girls allowed to laugh at guy jokes. Yeah, like, they were confused by the fact that I was enjoying the movie, and I'm like, gay then. There was one guy in my theater who laughed very loudly, uh, and I felt bad because he was laughing alone. Um, no. Because, like, some of the like the jokes he said were funny did make me laugh out loud, but I recognized them as being funny, right? Because I'm by myself off in the corner. I don't want to be weird. Um, but I would have been totally fine with being weird. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, just saying. Yeah, no, no, I know. Um, but the one guy, he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and he's by himself. That's well, awesome. He's not by himself, but he's the only one in the theater laughing. Laughing, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, like, that was me a couple times, actually. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam would do the joke. He does the joke about, okay, I'm going down the hole now. Ha, ha, ha. And he almost laughed like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's awesome. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of funny for me. Like, I laughed at him. See, I okay, during that part, I was the only one laughing during that part. Because he's just like... <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> I fucking loved it. And I'm like chuckling the whole time this is happening. Because I know that something's coming and it's going to be something simple like, all right, well, that happened or something. He was going to say something like that and then go down the hole. And then he was like, okay, well, I'm going down the tunnel or whatever. Right. And I was like, yep, that's exactly what I expected. So I'm chuckling and it's like an anticipatory chuckle because I'm already amused, but I know I'm going to be further amused in just a moment. But (laughs) just, oh my God, fucking loved the movie, man. And now I actually, as much as I hate 3D, kind of want to see it in 3D because there were a lot of spots that you could tell were like for the 3D thing and be like, hmm. I wonder what uh, that would look like in 3D. I saw it in 3D. Oh, okay. I, I, I can tell you it's not worth it. No? No. Um, a lot of times when the 3D uh, happened, like the swords were pointing straight, straight, uh, straight at the screen. Yeah. And the way the 3D, I think it was a post-conversion. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the, well, I think most of them are nowadays. Yeah, most of them are. But this one, when 
So when the sword was pointing straight at the uh, straight at the screen, there's oh, my fucking lisp. Um, it, the sword would look bent. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, um, and the 3D really was there wasn't enough 3D aspects to it to really uh, recommend it in 3D. Mm. Uh, okay. At least not for the extra cost for me. Um, yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, like there were there were just like a couple spots that I was like, oh, I wonder what that would look like in 3D. Yeah, uh, it would have been better had it not been a little because it was a, it was a darker movie. Yeah, you know there was a kind of shade of gray mm-hmm. over top of it. Uh, if it wasn't so dark, maybe the 3D would have been a little bit better. What did you think about the fight scenes? Um, like which ones? Well, I mean, they were all done pretty much the same way. How yeah. it's like quick. And then slow down, and then quick, and then slow down. That got a little annoying. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Really well, just, like just because that. it was the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. Um, I, I see. I really, I really thought that was a cool way to do it because there wasn't a lot of shaky cam because it was a matter of, you know, panning in on one particular spot and like slowing it down so you see everything that happens and then be like, you know, he whips over to somebody else and whatever. And I love. Whatever the fuck that power is with him being able to fight like a whirlwind, because that's fucking cool. That is like a, a really fucking cool thing. Oh, when he goes into slow motion? He gets like that spider sense? Well, I wouldn't say that he gets a spider sense, no, but like when you don't see it happen in the um in the arena, but you see it happen um at the castle when he's fully embraced the power and everything mm-hmm. and he's like in charge of the sword basically um when he is fighting those guys he's moving from like one baddie to another with like hardly any time in between yeah yeah okay so it's slowed down so that we can see it but he's moving just like yip over here and zip over here and whatever which i think is so fucking cool see i thought he that gave him the power that he had there was kind of like uh, if you remember the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire when he first learns how he has his powers he's getting into that fight in the, in, in the uh, high school yeah I know where everything about. is slowed down for everything slowed down for him but he can move kind of the same thing so I yeah. kind of I kind of related that to okay well what, I guess yeah if you want to if you want to term it that way then yeah the, yeah. the Spidey sense thing. yeah yeah exactly yes. that's just how I relate it. Um, yeah, or, you know, the Flash, whatever. The Flash, that works too. Because everything is slowed down for him. Yeah. Because everyone's moving at normal speed, where he moves way faster, so it's like, hmm, okay then? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of that thing. Yeah, exactly. And um, I love that the sword gave him that power. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, it was a really neat power. Um, the fight scenes itself, being the quick cut and things like that, they were great. Um, mm-hmm. Great action. Um, the final, the final fight was really cool, but it reminded me a lot of a quick time, uh, video games kind of boss battle. Okay. Um, because it would, cause it would go like, you'd have uh, clang, 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 and then slow down. And then he does a big move and cuts him in the leg or, yeah. you know, clang, 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 clang. And then you press X and then he does the big head chop or whatever. Um, not necessarily a bad thing. You know, I'm going through the Kingdom Hearts series right now. A lot of the fights are just like that. Yeah. I think that's why I kind of picked up on it. Um, it just reminded me very much of a video game. I'm like, huh, I wonder if this has like a PS4 well, release so I can play this battle. You know, it's also a matter of really when you think about it, that is a way that 
Like, that's the way that all the video games are going, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it makes, makes it very sense. relatable. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense yeah. that it's going to be put on the big screen because, yeah, exactly, it's relatable. Yeah. Like with the whole Assassin's Creed thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Same kind of deal. Yep, so. definitely. Um, you mentioned earlier about the how the King Eric Bana became the stone. Yeah, I did, I did so the exact cool. same thing you did. I'm like, oh, I wish I paid attention to the stone. Because I, I, re- I realized, or I recognized, that the stone was a very odd shape when you first see it. Yeah. It's not... A stone. Uh, usually, sometimes it, it, when people tell their story, it's an anvil. Yeah. Um. So it was a very oddly shaped rock. Mm-hmm. So I did notice that. I didn't notice that it no. would have been someone bending over. Um. I did like that. Um. I did like the lady in the, in, in the lake scene. And that's such that was a very cool, cool way to to uh to do that to like ensure that only the rightful owner of the sword yeah. gets it is basically to kill yourself with your own sword. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah, then it becomes really cool. embedded inside you and you become the rock. Like that is so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I, I did like the, uh, the way that the sword is revealed. The water just one day. Yeah. Disappears. I was kind of like, cause when it was happening, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, what's, what the hell's going on? I figured it out based on what I'd seen on the trailer. Oh, okay. I didn't watch many trailers for this Oh, one, I, so. I, I watched lots of trailers. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the same trailer lots because it just looked so fucking awesome. Um, I, I did love the Jude Law one where he comes out and he sees uh, the sword is first revealed. All these guys go and they oh, it's the sword of legend and I get to become king if I can pull it out. So everyone who's all the guards, I think they're guards, yep, right? Yep. They're all there trying uh, to pull the legs. thing out and they're pushing each other, trying to pull it out and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like he just goes... Yeah, just tell him to get back to work. Yeah, you know, and I like, and I really like the idea of how um, Jude Law is. He gets all the people who are of age to fulfill the prophecy. All mm-hmm. the young boys. Yeah. Um, he gathers them up. Yeah. And forces them one by one to try the sword so that he can kill them. Essentially. Yeah. Um, I liked that idea. I think he was very like. <laughs> he was very evil and very good at it. Oh, yeah. Almost to the point where I expected every line of his to end with wahaha. <laughs> like that. Just, oh, I'll kill you and I'll take you over and I'll kill you, King Arthur. Mwahaha. You know, like, that's. I like those villains. Like I would have before. totally taken that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I love. This is what I wouldn't I'm, be king. Mwahaha. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I have to kill my daughter now. Mwahaha. You know? Bring me something to eat. Mwahaha. You know, everything. <laughs> you know? Um, I really, really did like his evilness. I've always said it before in movies where villains aren't... Villains, I always lately, they have to have reasons to be villains. And they have to have a soft side. And there's a background story to it. And you kind of somewhat feel sympathetic until yeah. they make a turn. This guy is just a dick. And this is the kind of villain that yeah. I like. Just yeah, a villain who's a villain for a villain's sake. Yeah, he's just evil. Pure fucking evil. He's just evil. And they do a, a, a really quick backstory with Mordred, who is the evil uh, wizard from this realm. And it's mm-hmm. basically he struck a deal with the mages or, or to get rid of the mages so that he could have ultimate power. Yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Now, the tower, tower has to be built. That's just a dick metaphor. But... <laughs> <laughs> Look at my giant tire tower of cock, you know, like um it is. <laughs> I know. 
If Jude Law was being played by a woman, it wouldn't be a tower. That's all I'm saying. Um, but I, I really, really liked it. I really, really liked Jude Law as the as the villain. I right now he's in my running for best villain of the year, mm. um, just because he was evil, and I liked the evilness. So, oh yeah, oh no, he was a great villain, absolutely. But he was like he was a likable villain, though. At the same time, like. I mean, not like not. I don't really know how to explain this, but like I was, I was thinking about it as I was watching the movie because I'm like, I don't hate you to the point where I want you to die. Like I'm enjoying how much of an evil bastard you are. Okay. So you know, because there are some villains where that I I fucking hate them and I want them dead, and by the time they die, I'm like fucking finally. But in this case, I was just like, this is playing out exactly. And just he's just evil enough, like he's an evil fucking bastard and just sick fucking whatever. Just, yeah, go ahead and stab your wife and then kill your daughter, you bastard and whatever. So when he did die, it was like yeah awesome but it wasn't it wasn't a matter of oh my god finally it was just like yes like that was just perfect okay I so think i understand what you mean yeah, yeah like i'm i yeah i'm, I'm really not <laughs> i don't know if i'm explaining that properly but, I, I think uh, i understand what you mean it's kind of like um like you know hans gruber has to die yes but you just love him but but you're just enjoying the way he's, yeah. he's doing it yeah yeah exactly yeah like, you do want him to die, yes. And if he doesn't die, you'd be disappointed. Yeah. But while he's on the screen, you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you be evil. Yeah. Yeah, you be evil. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like in Guardians of the Galaxy where the bad guy is just there. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in the, yeah, in a lot of movies where it's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And, like, I can't think of... Off the top of my head, I can't think of a villain that I've hated, but I know, like, maybe it's more of, like, a book thing. I don't know, but it's happened where I've had, there are villains that I've hated so much that I'm just like, oh, my God, fucking joy. Well, Bella. Well, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but she's not a villain. You're, you're supposed to root for her. Yeah, well, I, I want that whole fucking clan <laughs> yeah. dead. Um, But, uh, but no, like, there's... <laughs> You know, yeah, like, I mean, Arrow, I don't care about Arrow at all. He's one of the older vampire guys. I don't know which one he is, but I, I'm just... In Twilight? Picking a, I'm pick, yeah, I'm picking a okay. name out of a hat. I'm pretty sure one of them's named Arrow. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, or Arrow, or whatever the fuck, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I don't care about him. Yeah. I don't give a shit about him. But I know that there have been, like, villains where I want them dead. Fucking want them dead. And it wasn't the way that I felt with... Is that a good thing? Because they're villains, so you should want them well, dead. Well, yeah, but... No, like but Scar? that's the that's the thing. Like, I wanted Scar dead when I first watched Lion King. Because he was such a bastard. And he um, was the one who killed Mufasa, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I wanted him dead. I was also 15 <laughs> when that movie came out. But yeah. <laughs> is that kind of the same thing? Um. Well, see, I don't know that I... I mean, I wanted Scar dead, but I, I don't know that I wanted him dead. Like, there was nothing more I wanted than him dead. So, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of a time. Okay. You have to think about maybe that, because I'm interested, actually. Maybe it's just a book thing. Okay. 
That might be fair it. enough because it's happened with books a lot. You get very immersed in books. So I that, totally that would do. Be understandable. Yeah, yeah, I totally do. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed him as the villain. He was a good fucking villain. Yeah, he really was. And um, and those like slimy fucking things, whatever the hell they were, <laughs> they were nasty. But you could. You could totally see that they would have the kind of like evil power right. to bestow, and it's just like ugh, creepy, but they worked. Um, loved the, like I said, I love the scene with the Lady of the Lake. Fucking love that. I thought it was just enough because like she talks to him, mm-hmm. but she's not actually talking. Like she's talking in his mind to mm-hmm. him and everything, and then it turns out he's really not in the water. He thinks he's in the water and he's drowning, but he's yeah. not. And that was awesome. And then he, when he pulls the sword out, I was like, yes, that is awesome. Um, I loved that there was like an island of like huge, crazy monsters. That was nuts, but it was cool. Um, Again, I would have liked to have seen more with those. Yeah. Well, you know what? You Maybe know? the director's cut has it. Maybe. It's a possibility. Um, and the, uh, and the, um, I guess journey that he takes to put the sword on the anvil. Yep. Only to find out that he really didn't actually go anywhere because he was kind of teleported. Because as soon as he does it, he's right back to where they left him. And I was like, okay, that's just cool. That's just fucking cool. Oh, I thought they walked no. up the mountain. No, he he does. He does, but I thought they followed him up. No. Oh. No, they stood outside this circle of stones, and it basically teleported him to another area. So he had to like make it through all of that and whatever, but then as soon as he put the sword against the anvil on the mountaintop, bam, he's back in that circle of stones. I thought that was wicked. Absolutely huh. wicked. Um. Yeah, I mean, I there's I, outside of uh, having Idris in it as well. I don't see any way that this movie could have been improved. I just, I fucking loved everybody. I loved the take on Excalibur having like some type of power that responds to the bloodline. Loved the cinematography because I just love the way Guy Ritchie does his does his thing, man. Just oh, I actually watched uh, Rock and Roller before you got here today because I was just like, I kind of yeah. figured you might. <laughs> yeah, I needed to watch a Guy Ritchie movie, so I was like, yeah, Rock and Roller, it's my favorite. Um, but yeah, I'm mean, like, and that's another thing that I kind of would have liked if there had been more Guy Ritchie characters. Or, well, actors, I guess you could say. Okay. In them, because there are... Jason Statham is not necessarily a staple, but he's been in a few Guy Ritchie films. Okay. And I didn't expect him to be in this one, because he's a huge name. Yeah. And But I, I at the same time, he's really... He's a really awesome guy, from what I, you know, from what I know of him and whatever, that I'm sure that if Guy Ritchie had been like, hey, man, you want to be in my uh, Arthur epic? He would be like, yeah, sure. Right. You know, give him like a part somewhere. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there are like a couple guys. The uh, the bad. Um. I don't know what his name is. 
but he is the one that's sitting in the cave. Everybody's been the killed. Sergeant. Yeah. Okay. He was in rock and roll. He reminded me of Vinnie Jones. It's not Vinnie Jones, but he reminded it's me. It's definitely not Vinnie Jones. No, no. he had but he had uh, a face that reminded me of Vinnie Jones. No. I actually checked no, my but phone speaking, during the movie. But speaking of Vinnie Jones, that yeah, would have been awesome to have him in this. <laughs> That's what I would have thought, yeah. Yeah. That would have been absolutely awesome to have him, because he's, he's pretty much a Guy Ritchie staple. So, yeah. I don't know. I think that's the only way I would have ever improved it, is just to have those. But, I mean, it hit all the Guy Ritchie points. So, I just loved it. Absolutely fucking love it. I expected to to love it, and I did. And I would oh, I cannot wait to see it again. Okay. Final rating? Because those are pre- some pretty good final thoughts. So I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well... Because I'm totally biased, I'm going to give this... <laughs> I am. Oh, I know. I will absolutely admit it. I'm going to give this nine and a half kneeling stones out of ten. Okay. Um, don't be surprised if I'm not as high. Uh, I, um, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect really anybody <laughs> who wasn't totally biased like me to give it that high of a rating. Yeah, no. Um, like I said, overall, it... it it, it's a good movie. It's a good watch. It's a good sit. Um, I got my money's worth, so that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it's definitely definitely different. Oh yeah, that's probably the first word I'll use to describe it. Like I said, you're not going to mistake it for anything else. Um, the acting is good. Uh, the action is good. Like I said, some of the CGI is good and bad, but overall, it it works. Um, and just for me, uh, like I said, some of the like the Guy Ritchie staples, mm-hmm. probably just too much for me, mm. for me personally, because um, it seemed to be doing the same thing over and over again. I wanted a little bit more. I would have appreciated a little bit more uh, diversity in how you, in how he did the action scenes. Mm. Um, but overall, pretty happy with it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, seven and a half glowing blue swords out of ten. <laughs> um, so they really, could, I don't know. I hope that helps. Um, next week we have Alien Covenant coming oh, out. Yeah. Are you in for that? Because I know that you're maybe maybe for that. Yeah, Was that I haven't twenty first. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. Okay. Um, I mean, I kind of want to. Because I want a good laugh, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, this one. Really worried about this one. I talked about this with Mark last week. Uh, it's it's coming off the heels of Prometheus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if it was coming off the heels of Alien Resurrection, so many years later, I'd be a little bit more confident about it. But it's coming off the heels of Prometheus. Yeah, so. and it's supposed to be following right on the whole Prometheus thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Check that out uh, and uh, join us for that. If you've seen, uh, I'm not sure what's coming up for, or is it this week? I don't know either. Maybe I'll re-release Sahara, because I did a major blunder with that one. Uh, <laughs> the file was Maximum Overdrive, but I called it Sahara. <laughs> yeah. So, But I found the Sahara file, so we can do that. Um, so uh, if you have any thoughts, if you saw the movie, you can email us, canadianmoviecrew at gmail.com, or tweet at us at canmoviecrew. Of course, find us on Facebook. Uh, Tex, thanks very much for coming out. Uh, no problem. And I'm Sean Taylor. Guys, we'll see you on the next Film Studies coming soon.